right, shitheads, we're back with another episode of Shit's Weird Bro. And we're bringing to you Ace of Base. Yeah, it's a weird one. Well, it was kind of a weird time, you know, like, all everyone was like, you know, what was on the radio at the time? Grunge? Like, you don't exactly wake up out of bed and think, oh, let me fucking dance to nirvana the, yeah that was the best thing that was on the radio it was like nirvana and things of that nature but you can't dance like you can't like have a good hey, time and listen to that music you were at that metallica concert with me well, did you not have a great time i know I that's had a not great grunge. time but it was not grunge <laughs> it's not great but you know what i mean it's the same type of thing when you're and you're in the crowd and you're just fucking going ham okay because- kurt cobain killed himself james hetfield still alive Making tables out of metal. I don't know what he does now. Well, he has Other to because he, he just he just checked himself out of rehab a couple months ago because he fell off the he wagon. He needs a hobby, goddammit. Yep. <laughs> That's not cars. Music. Dude, have you seen some of his cars? Some of, like he, he builds old school Fords and they're fucking ridiculous. That may That's, be, but we're yeah. not talking about Metallica right now. We're talking about Ace of Base. For sure not. And you know what I want to talk about before we get to this? What? I want to talk about Front Runner Streetwear. All right, let's talk about so, it. So, mine and your friend, we played high school football with them. I stay in contact with them to this day. Has a clothing company. It's called Front Runner Streetwear. Uh, if you just type in frontrunners.com, uh, he has a lot of dope stuff. He has new masks out right now. If you are looking at uh, protecting yourself because of COVID, other than that, he's got a real cool message that he's got out there with his uh, clothing. Uh, the imagery is really cool. And if you check them out and you want to get a discount off of your purchase, type in Kyle15 at checkout, get 15% off your purchase. It helps the podcast out. It helps me out. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the episode. Well, also, if you're looking into starting your own business and you need to get in touch with like textiles or you know, get well, outreach I, or something like that. He has his own agency as well. Yes, not just that. You hit him up on Instagram. If you type in Front Runner Streetwear, you'll be able to hit up all his other socials, obviously, uh, Joshua Jakai Agency and a couple other things. He helps entrepreneurs get uh, get off of the get off of the ground and actually start their own business. So if you have an idea out there and you don't know where to start, hit him up. He That's, should be able to help you out. Yeah, it's a really good starting point. Yep, that's the homie. Anyways, check out Front Runner Streetwear. You, you streetwear. Use the code Kyle fifteen. Get fifteen percent off your purchase. Right on. All right, back to this episode. So the reason we're covering Ace of Base is because they're basically a front for like. This is so subconscious, not Nazi ideology. I was about to say, before we get into this, this is a sensitive subject right now. Definitely. And we do understand this. Um, But we got to cover it because it's so interesting. And we're in a lot of turmoil about this type of shit right now. Yes. And I felt like we we need to cover it. I mean, if you look at any conspiracy type, shows or podcasts or youtube videos i mean a lot of a lot of people do cover this i don't know about to this extent but we're gonna fucking dive into it i don't think there's much conspiracy here to be honest with you i am 100 percent sold i think it's in plain sight and people just don't talk about it yes so well let's get into it you know ace of base correct that that name may sound very familiar to a lot of you, but you don't know exactly where it's from. So back in the nineties, like you were saying, grunge was a huge thing. And uh, that type of like heavier music, kind of like Foo Fighters and thing uh, and people of that nature were gigantic, but you didn't really have anything pop, uh, like poppy. In no, the you had like 90s. Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Radiohead, like everything that made you want to cut yourself. Was but on the radio. It, it it never made me want to cut myself, but it's well, one of my favorite eras of music because I love every one of those bands you just mentioned. But the they the poppy side of it came out, and Ace of Base was they were the group that put out All That You Want. I saw the sign is their huge fucking hit. Right. 
all I got to say is all that she wants. I mean, you might not know what that is, but I saw the sign. You you hear the song in your head right the yeah. fuck now. You know what that song is. So this is the group that we're talking about. They're a German pop group. They're oh no, they're not German. They're, they're Swedish. Swedish. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, is Sardish is Sardish Swedish for sorry? <laughs> it very well could be. Uh, this episode. Stop and smell the roses. Four roses. Four roses. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Virtual Zoom cheers. Hey, it worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right, so Anyways, let's talk about so let's talk about the beginnings, right? Let me okay. lay it down. August nineteen ninety. Oh, you got a you got the shitheads it, love a timeline. A Gothenburg musician named Jonas Berggren was hours away from playing a show with his band who'd been performing for several years as either CAD, Tech Noir, or another name that I cannot pronounce. At the last minute, their bass player decided to ditch the show to go watch the Rolling Stones on oh, the other okay, side of town. You, okay. Which, I mean, I, obvious choice. Yeah, well, that you know, that's kind of tough. If you're that, in a band that's like changed their name three times... And you have a chance to see yeah, the Rolling Stones. You're right. You're right. I don't know how much of priority there is there. The and bass players are kind of like that. They're really flaky. Uh, that's not if always ha- true. Depends. Are on you what serious? Genre music depends on what genre of music. Like okay, metal in metal, they just die, <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> heavy metal. There. That's the flaky player... version of heavy metal. Like okay. oh, I died. Uh, I'm not getting into this. Okay. <laughs> So, but so you know, but the, you know how douchey that fucking is. Like, you got a gig; it's probably the biggest gig of your lifetime because it's like this big festival, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Wait, the Stones are playing." The only uh, okay, see you guys. The only way you have a reliable bass player is if they're also like the lead singer, like Giddy Lee, or like Sp- artist. Speaking of dead guys, well. Well, yeah. never mind. See, That's he Neil died Pert. too. Sorry, Getty. Oh no, he didn't no, die. Alive. Yeah, Neil Pert died. That's right. Yeah. R.I.P. Neil Pert died. R.I.P. Happy Father's Day. Or well, we're recording this <laughs> on Father's Day, but we will release it in a um, couple weeks or so. We'll release it in in a couple of weeks, but this is Father's Day as we record. You know, the network controls when stuff gets released, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, it's, it all depends on what they want. The bureaucracy. So fuckers. Anyway, his bass player was like, I'm going to go see the Stones. Fuck off. So he asked his friend, uh, Ulf Ekberg, to fill in. Uh, have you heard and a more German rest, name? The rest is herstory. A more German name than Ulf Ekberg? I'm pretty sure that sounds a lot more um, Ulf. Nordic to me. Norse. Yeah, that's true. But still, have you heard? Although Ekberg sounds a little bit like Norse Jewish. Which is weird. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's fantastic. <laughs> so he, so he fills in, and then a few weeks later, they like were like, "Okay, new name," because obviously they change their name all the fucking time. They're like, "New name, Ace of Base," and then they produce all that she wants. That blows up. Uh, Happy Nation. The album, it sells 23 uh, million copies, and the group becomes one of the decade's most beloved pop acts. For sure. Like, I can't, I really can't think of anything that was, that was pop back then. Even, like, Michael Jackson was huge. He was the biggest pop act back then. The uh, king of but pop. The, obviously, he's the king of pop. But even his stuff was more gritty then, like Dirty Diana and stuff like that. It was mm-hmm. more, like, rock-centered. Right, in, right. In that time, it really wasn't like, bah, 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 like, like fucking, like what would be the predecessor to like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. It's not, nothing was like that out the radio on that. Yeah. So, so, what I mean, I'm still focusing on Ulf Ekberg, which is kind of the focus of this whole thing. Because um, you threw me off with how you started it, because my research starts here. No, okay. Well, no, I'm still throwing people off. Uh, just so you know, you're getting thrown off and we're going to shamalam you later. So don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, Ekberg is still in, Ulf Ekberg is still in Ace of Base, but he's also working for a strategic marketing company called Result, 
which has teamed with partners like BMW, Fiat, IBM, and LinkedIn. Yeah, it's fucking spelled weird too, ain't it? It's not like regular result. It's like no, it's spelled German. result. Okay, like regular. Uh, in okay. in 2002, Eckberg founded another entertainment marketing company called Legion Network, which is now defunct. Uh, and he worked with Canon, Motorola, and Nokia. Yeah, you're from, throwing me off again. From two, <laughs> yeah, from 2002 to 2005, he was an advisor to Nokia on their global music and fashion strategy. Uh, Eckberg, dude, is Nokia also, was a shit back then I'm too. Tell, you can't break shit from Nokia. Every, uh, dude, well I built. still have, I still have my first Nokia phone. You should reactivate you know, it. I'm telling you, I I don't think you could put a SIM card in it. <laughs> I don't think that was a thing <laughs> back then. I don't think so. You could play Snake like a motherfucker, but you can't put a SIM card in it. You remember we used to play football with our Nokias? Hell yeah. We used to throw them across the quad in high school. Yep. <laughs> and I still got it, and I can turn it on right now. Wow. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Oh, It's in the fucking other room, Oh, dude. my God. It's in the other room. Don't do it. Fuck it. So, Ulf Ekberg is also an active member of the German Marshall Fund's uh, Asia program, Think Tank. So, the German Marshall Fund was formed in the spirit and of and named after the Marshall Plan, which was the post-World War II U.S.-led economic incentive program geared toward preventing the spread of Soviet communism and opening up recovering nations to democracy. Sounds like a good cause, right? Yeah, so Eckberg has now carved himself uh, a position of extreme authority and influence. For many years, he was directly responsible for the ways in which brands and consumers connect, and his current is currently involved in a giant program specific to geopolitical ideology, which should have a positive influence. Here's where the Shamamalam comes in. M. Night Shamamalam. M. Shite Shamamalam. So... Let's back it on up before Ace of Bass. Ulf we going Eckberg, way back. Ulf Ekberg started his musical career with his Nazi punk band, which was called Commit Suicide. I think you you, sh- you should have phrased that differently. You should have gone, started with his punk band, Commit Suicide, who happened to be Nazis. All right. You know what I mean? We'll just use but, that. You know, that's what it, yeah, we'll just cut the other one out, which we won't do. <laughs> And roll with this. We'll just say we're going to cut it out and keep it in and fuck it. So that Because that shit's weird, bro. That's right. That's what we do. Yeah. We're raw. We're gritty. <laughs> we're from the streets. <laughs> that's right. Fuck it. So this band, Commit Suicide, sang songs with explicit racist lyrics. Yeah. How explicit, you might ask. Oh, well, I Here's can't a little speak sample. German. I can't speak German. I translated it. Here's a little oh. sample. Please don't say the word that I think you're going to say. I'm, it doesn't explicitly say that word, but it's oh, very it sure much does. explicitly racist. Oh, it does well, say that. Well, say I, what excuse you're gonna me. Say. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that as n words. Yes, because that's how the news says it, and they implant that word in your brain and make you say it. Yeah. Quote: Men in white hoods march down the road. Comma: We enjoy ourselves when we're sawing off n words heads. Immigrant, we hate you. Out, 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 out. Nordic people, wake up now. Shoot, 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 shoot. That's Pretty not Nazi. I don't ex- know what it is. That's the most racist shit I've heard in a while, and I've seen a lot of videos of Karens and man Karens screaming at black people. What are man Karens called? Man- like Carl? No, they're called Carl man- with a K. Uh, in my experience, they're called Manrens. They didn't even like try. Uh. So I would I would definitely call them Carls or uh, Kevin's. I mean Kevin's yeah. pretty much like the male equivalent of a Karen, a Kevin. But Kevin's don't really you know stir up a bunch of nonsense unless they're uh, Macaulay Culkin. They sure don't, unless they're McAllisters. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, we've been seeing a lot of stuff in the news lately that's very divisive. And this is above and beyond this is what we've been ex- seeing lately. Explicitly racist. This is out, like outlandishly yeah. no. So and this is a song. And and this is one of the founders of Ace of Base. So in addition to performing with Commit Suicide, Ulf Ekberg was also a member of the Sweden Democrats, which sounds you know Democrats yeah, but- here. 
if you know your history, Democrats have the Democratic and Republican Party were completely opposite of what they are at one point in time. Well, the Swedish Democrats were actually founded by Nazis. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So active members still maintain connections with contemporary hate groups also. So but for, they publicly rejected ties to them, though. But their origin yeah. is with actual, like, flesh-and-blood Nazis. Like, that literal. Fled, that fled to Sweden. Yes. So... For example, Anders Klostrom, which is about as Swedish as you can get, the former head of the Swedish Democrats, uh, Klostrom was also a member of Commit Suicide with Ekberg. Uh, around the time the band uh-huh. disbanded uh, in 1986, Klostrom was convicted of illegal firearms possession as well as sending death threats. Death, death threats <laughs> that was firearms stop and, and smell the roses threats. for roses <laughs> Clastrum was convicted of illegal firearms possession as well as sending death threats to a jewish theater director and entertainer named hag geigert who was publicly outspoken against racism and neo-nazism as most jewish people should be <laughs> you think um, at the time, Klostrom referred to Geiger as a, quote, Jew pig and threatened to burn him. That's a little, uh, that's a little racist. No, it's a lot. It's that's a lot a, racist. That's a little lot of bit racist. So in 1998, a small Swedish record label called Flashback Records released Oof Was a Nazi! Exclamation point a limited edition collection of Ekberg's output with commit suicide. The cover is a photograph of Ekberg giving the Nazi salute. So although only a thousand CDs were produced, it was an extremely damaging attack on Ekberg, on Ekberg's Nazi past. You think? And it's now a collector's item because there's only a thousand of them, right? Yeah, because people are fucking fucked up, you know? So the CD includes five songs. Songs like... Don't touch our country, which okay, it sounds a little nationalist, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Then no, the night, that's... the next song is "White Power, Black Skull Slaughter." Oh, yeah, that's a little. Well, there it even is. The nation... <laughs> even the nationalist thing sounds over the top. You know, like that. That's like right now, like build like, the wall. Exactly. So it's pretty close. Immigrants get out. You might as well say it's. it's yeah. Like that is getting a little too open to hate. Exactly. Or a lot too open to hate, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like it, it all comes from this hatred that you have inside you. I guess it, as, like, like when you're growing up in that stage, like, at, like, 16 to 20, you're kind of like, who who am I and what is my culture kind of thing? And when you get put into that, like, weird fucking radicalism of like the neo-nazi regime you can get kind of lot like i mean you can get lost up in a lot of things but like that is like so dangerous and like like and it's so hard for people to unlearn something like that yeah yeah i mean it just goes to like what everybody's saying right now is this behavior is 100 percent learned like you don't you know, like where does where does it come from? Like it, it just comes from like a line of people being taught that way. It's, like bad parenting. It's horrible. You like, know? Um I was actually just at Jack Linden Square in Oakland and there's like this statue and it's about like the spirit of freedom. Like no matter you have the right it was basically about having the right to celebrate your life regardless of race, nationality, religion or social status. Like and it was really beautiful. Like, I was really moved like yeah. cuz I like to when I see a statue I like to read what it's about. And that was like a yeah. really cool fucking statue. Well, I mean it's in Oakland, so you know it's going to be something like that. Well, I mean shit, in San Francisco they just tore down a, a slave owner's statue. Oh, 
in 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 the city. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're fucking everywhere. Like, I mean, even if yeah. you, they're like some kind of fucking enlightenment thinker, like they're still a fucking slave owner. But it, and it's yeah. part of the times, but it also like shouldn't be socially acceptable. Yeah. Now, like you shouldn't have that type of shit. So I yeah. I'm totally behind all that. And but let's get back to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> As much as I, I want to shine light on the fact that black people are like severely, severely oppressed in America, yes. we do have a duty to do our podcast as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's kind of why we're doing this at the same time too, because obviously, like this, this was this was a a giant fucking band, but all of their undertones are much more nefarious than their poppy tone lead them to believe yes so the real so the question i have is like did ulf ekberg use ace of base success as an opportunity to wipe the slate clean and erase his nazi past or did he use it to gain geopolitical influence to just like what do you call it like uh sub um god damn subversive subconscious yeah, yeah, subconsciously. You know, um, subliminal, subliminally, like, expose a bunch of people to Nazi ideals. I think it's the second one. I agree! Yeah. Let's get into I, that. I, yeah, I think it's the second one. So, uh, I would assume we're, we are jumping to Ace of Base at this point. Yes. So, so first of all, it. Ace of Base is kind this... of a weird way to name the band. Well, it's not super weird if you think of the in terms of music. You would think, okay, ace of bass. Bass is a musical term. B a s bass is spelled b a s s. But this isn't this, spelled that way, in right? In this case, ace of bass is spelled b a s e, which is a militaristic term or a mathematic term, rather than bass, the musical term, which is weird. But it's not like outright crazy. But I, I mean. You can only like. You can explain not only w- why they went with bass, but also it sounds so kind of warlike. The name is most likely a reference to the uh, Caroman submarine base, which was a U-boat launching and docking facility constructed by the Nazis in the French town of Lorient. Uh, considered one of the most important and ambitious projects of the entire war. For the Germans' side, in 1941, the missions that embarked from this facility alone were responsible for taking out more than 500 Allied ships. That's uh, a lot. It was so well constructed that the Allies built a new bomb specifically to take out this one facility. The bomb was called Tallboy. Not Tallboy. Tallboy. Not not, not Tallboy. Tallboy, like, height-wise. Yeah. Yeah, you literally said towel. Well, either way, it failed miserably. <laughs> well, I would assume a towel boy would Don't fail forget miserably your towel. at this job. <laughs> Wanna get hat? <laughs> uh, the Allies eventually crippled the base, but only by literally flattening the entire city around it and blocking U-boats from accessing the station. We never took it, though. The Germans, despite eventually being completely surrounded by Allied forces, managed to hold on to the bunker through the end of the war. And this is exactly the kind of thing a closet Nazi would name his band after he was trying to be clever. So Definitely. sometimes they call the Caroman submarine base the base of aces. And the only reason. Oh, we... hey, what do you know? That's right. real similar. Uh, the only reason we know that is because there's a show called Nazi Super Weapons where <laughs> they tell you that it's called the Base of Aces. Like, I was, like, looking everywhere, like, Base it's of Aces, Netflix. Base of Aces, Base of Aces, like, trying to figure out, like, where is this place? And then Caroman's Submarine Base always kept coming up, but it would never reference Base of Aces. And then, obviously, on that Netflix show was, like, one of the only places. Well, yeah. Hey, that all rhymed. Um, Welcome. But, uh, I mean, obviously you it was a successful German base. So 
what you said uh but the earlier. fact that you can't find the name base of aces connected to the Karaman submarine base it makes it like the exact perfect thing to call your band like ace of base to reference the base of aces which yeah. very few people actually know about i was just getting to the the fact that uh, if people don't know uh base of aces uh, aces in military terms, it, it's typically uh, referring to pilots, like actual aviation pilots that shoot down. I think it's like five or more ships. They're called an ace pilot. Well, yeah, an ace is like um, a master. Yeah, so it's the same thing with uh, same thing with the submarines. I would assume because it's the U-boat facility. Right. If you shoot down more than five Allied ships. Uh, you are considered a submarine ace. So all the most successful German submarine, are they pilots? Well, that facility was responsible for taking out, again, 500 Allied ships at least. That's that's what I'm saying. So all the most successful German submarine admirals, I don't know. We're going out of the Karaman submarine base. We're coming out of there, and they were were all aces at that point. As as part of a... um... I mean, in the Navy, they still call you a captain if you're captain of the ship. I don't know so what it is for submarine. Captain. I don't know if it's fucking different. I don't. It's I don't still know. a ship, right? Submarine captain. I don't fucking know. It's that easy. Yeah, sure. Although the German Navy might have been a little different. They were all a little different, in my opinion. Were they even the Navy? They were just the United Force of Nazis or some shit like that. Whoa. Hey, fuck them guys, you know? You're right. Fuck you. You're right. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so you were getting into something. So Ace also refers to somebody being like a master. Yeah. So the name implies that they're so. Okay. So when they're asked about it, the band's answer is usually something about how the studio is a base, and Ace is like a master. So the name implies that they're masters of the studio. In other words, they can't even lie about it without phrasing like Nazi ideals. Like sure sounds like it. So why not like base masters if that's what you're trying to imply? Like doesn't yeah. it sound more or less stupid than Ace of Base? Like really like Ace uh, of Base is kind of a dumbass name. Like if you were like Base Masters, it sounds just as dumb as Ace of Base. It would sound just as dumb. That's what I was about to say. It sounds equally as dumb, but if you came out and you called yourself Base, well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, Ace of Base. If you came out Bass Masters, you would expect bass-heavy music, but it's definitely not that. Right. But it's kind of the same thing with Ace of Base. You're like, oh, there should be bass, but exactly. it's not really bass. Right. So w- yeah. what's more likely, that a confirmed former Nazi just randomly threw words together when coming up with a band name and landed on the perfect inverse of the nickname of one of the most impressive structures ever produced by the Nazi war machine by coincidence or that he knew exactly what his band name implied the entire time. Well, right. Occam's razor. What's yeah. Occam's razor says that it's far more likely that he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. So the whole time, why would someone use such an, obvious Nazi reference as a band name if they were trying to put distance between themselves and their Nazi past. Because as you stated earlier, it's not such an obvious Nazi reference. Right. Plus it it's more it makes the the message more palatable when you are still trying to to spread Nazi ideologies. It makes it much more palatable. It's like, oh, let me put it in this right. nice, happy little it's a, song. It's a great way to be fucking sneaky about it, right? Yeah, but then you start listening to the music, and you're like, wait a fucking second. So, <laughs> you know, well, like, as far uh, as Nazi references go, it's kind of obscure. So, yeah. if, if some piece of shit Nazi started a pop band with the intent of spread spreading Nazi propaganda subliminally to the masses. And thought he was like way smarter than everybody else. He could slip in a Nazi reference right into the band's name without anybody noticing. Like, yeah. Ace of Base is the ideal choice of that. Yeah, it's like, oh well, it, yeah, it's still, it's something that's super under the radar, but it is 
when you think about it so blatantly like we are better than you type of thing this is right this like, is we're go- like the- we're going over your head with this reference but is yeah. right in your fucking face yeah so good luck to like it's a big like swastika of middle fingers <laughs> in your face essentially i like how you tried to do it i with just two it's hands it's really hard it's really hard but they did it they sure did in in the easier way so i mean i don't have much research on this other than looking at the uh actually watching the video i know there's a whole write up on this thing um bro happy, just the fucking uh happy nation right that's, that's what, you're what talk that's about? what i would that's what I was going to say. Happy Nation. Like, okay, if if you – I mean, I really okay, hate you, to support okay. them. I really hate to support them and have you stop this podcast and go watch the video because every click gives them likes. So probably don't do that, but it's really hard for us to describe without actually looking. Watch it's, a pirated version of the music video. Yeah, watch somebody else doing it. That would be great. <laughs> um, it – it we can put it on this... Twitter. I have gifts of the shit. Oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that, that'll make it easy. Make it easier for everybody. But it's a, uh, it, it's a really ominous, weird, like almost like spiritual feeling beginning of the video. Like it, the the I like the most manly guy in the group. The fucking big. He looks like Biff Tannen. That fucking guy. Biff, he, uh, Biff Tannen is from Back to the Future. <laughs> that's who he looks like. He's like that fucking guy. Just start singing this weird chant. That's. It's not a language that you know. It's not like Latin. No. It's not something. It's like this weird fucking chant. And then all of a sudden they start like just flashing these weird symbols at you, almost right. like the the eye of Ankh, like almost like uh, they look like Egyptian symbols, but they're not. You know. It's like they start like flashing this stuff, and then all of a sudden the blonde haired chicks just starts coming in and starts singing, uh, like she sings well, but she starts singing like this really happy, light, upbeat, uh, melody after this guy just does this weird fucking like chant, chant yeah. like that, that's like it, it's really creepy, and then once they get into the music. On face value, if you're just listening to this on the radio on your way to work or whatever, you're not paying attention to the lyrics, really. By the way, so, this is the song "Happy Nation." The song "Happy Nation," not not the album "Happy Nation," and the not song. not the song "The Sign." Yes, this is the song different. "Happy Nation" yes. by Ace of Base. The sign is on the album "Happy Nation." Oh, this was their ha- most popular. Al- this had all the shit on this they album. Yeah. I saw the sign. Don't turn around. All, all that, that she wants. wants. It was. It was this album. Was on Happy Nation, but it was it released. Ha- yeah, it wasn't Happy Nation in the states, though. It was the sign in the states. It was the sign in the states. We'll get into that ha- later. Yes, but the song Happy Nation. She starts getting into like like face value. You're listening to it. It it sounds like a nice song. You're like, oh, this is like I can I can jam out to this. But then you start listening to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And they sound very Nazi-ish. I don't have the lyric list in front of me. You probably I do, do. But they are they are very, very Nazi-ish. Okay. Here's – okay. So, Happy Nation via azlyrics.com. Okay? So, yes. I mean, interpreted by a popular internet database. In- interpreted by – it well we four roses smell or smell the roses four roses send the check please Fuck. cheers you know, that's all we ask all right <coughs> all right here's the first verse shut up Kyle so it goes happy nation living in a happy nation where all where people understand and dream of the perfect man a situation leading to sweet salvation for the people, for the good, for mankind, brotherhood. So a nation That sounds like World War Two. A nation that dreams of the perfect man and then you cap that verse off with brotherhood. Brotherhood. Right? So the the National Socialist Party was based on the principles of brotherhood. 
and finding the perfect race of man. Okay, let's but let's look at the next verse. Let's not look too you know, don't look too too far. I mean you could really look into that verse. You really can and that's the first fucking verse. Okay, so the next one goes Ideas by a man and only that will last. And over time we've turned to the past that no man's fit to rule the world alone. A man will die, but not his ideas. So this is totally, who's that man? totally a love song to Hitler. It sure is. 100%. A oh. lot of people, uh, some people are covering it up because what you're getting to is there's imagery of Charles Darwin's book. Yes. That so pops up at the same time. So, okay, that line about how a man will die, but that's ideas won't. Uh, yes. Look what. So, in the official video for this song, and I'll put this on the Twitter. Um, the exact moment she sings that line, origin of species like twirls around her fucking face. Like, you know, like in the cheesy '90s way, where it's like kind of halfway transparent. Right. You know, like so you're like, oh, you. that explains it. It's just a song about Charles Darwin. He's the man whose ideas will never die. Not so fast. Keep in mind the full title of that book. It is, quote, on the origin of species by means of natural selection or the preservation of favored races in the struggle for life is the full title. Yep. So one of the unfortunate side effects of Darwin's theories is that they've been used as the basis for a number of different hate groups. Um, yes. And uh, the hate group's philosophies over the years, uh, with Hitler and the Nazis being very much one of them. Yeah. Um, and I'm not to be too Billy Mays about it, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Take take the video uh, for one of their biggest singles, uh, the aforementioned "All That She Wants." So right off the back, right up, right off the so, bat, rather. So. We're going to a different song completely. Yes. So this is going to be if, all that she wants. So listen, all just, that she wants. I understand that, but okay. Happy Nation. We literally just gave you two verses off of Happy Nation. The first two. The first two verses. The first two. <laughs> that's not even the rest of the song, and those repeat over and over again throughout the song. Right. Those are really like damning if you really look into it. If that's if, but wait, there's more. If that's not enough, yeah, all that she wants. So all that she wants, right off the bat, there's like it reveals that it's basically it's basically about a woman who leeches off of society by tricking men into getting her pregnant so that she never has to work. Uh, okay. Okay, so I'm uh, with you. Uh, let's look at the lyrics, right? Um, okay, so the first lyrics are. When she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun, she opened up her eyes and thought, oh, what a morning. It's not a day for work. It's a day for catching tan. Just lying on the beach and having fun. She's going to get you. All that she, she wants. All that That's she wants. That's a Lionel Richie song. Yeah, all that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. All that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. All that she wants. All that she wants. That That's all she wants. So obviously pretty telling because... And that's a Hall & Oates song, not a, not a Lionel Richie song. You like, know? who really thinks that this type of woman even exists other than, like, very right-wing fringe types against abortion and shit? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah. more alarming though is that within the first fifteen seconds of the video, the subject of the song, which is the leech that they're directing all their hate towards, is shown stroking a necklace that is a bunch of six-pointed stars. And oh, the star David. It shows this twice. Yeah. So before you go assuming this is some embarrassing atrocity from the band's dark past, remember that Happy Nation was the Ace of Base album. It was yeah. massively popular. One of the fastest selling debut albums of all fucking time. It sold 9 million copies in the US alone, 23 million worldwide, reached number one spot in the album charts in 14 different countries. And the star of David, obviously, well, the six point star, obviously, 
is a nod to them referencing Jewish people and them well, thinking that Jewish people are the ones that are the ones that are leeching off society. And who that else can... thought that Jewish people were leeching off of society? Uh, not me. No, but Nazis did. Yeah, they might have. They yeah. might have at one point in time. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, and like you said, it references not once but twice, like clear as day. Like it's literally just a picture of hands holding a mm-hmm. necklace full of Star of Davids. So 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 like you said, in the United States, it was retitled the sign, right? The album Happy Nation. Yes. I wonder why it was retitled the sign, almost as if someone knew that with such blatant neo-Nazi propaganda and like just wanted to see what would happen if it was released here. Maybe someone who has a history of spreading the kind of, you know, quote unquote immigrants are bad type of message. Like, okay, there's another, okay. There's another song from this album called living in danger. From I ha- don't know about this one. Okay. This is also from the happy nation album. Okay. Here's the lyrics. You're living your life in peace and harmony. Oh, yeah. You making your own decisions. That's how it's got to be for you and me. So many people are running around and round with no sense of logic. I see lies in the eyes of a stranger. Whoa, you'll be living in danger. I see lies in the eyes of a stranger. Whoa, you'll be living in danger. I see lies in the eyes of a stranger. Whoa, you'll be living in danger. So... It should come as no surprise the record label responsible for bringing Happy Nation to the United States from Sweden, Festival Records, was owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yes, the album was released by Artista Records here, but that's because Festival Records set up a distribution deal with Artista way back in the 70s. So Rupert Murdoch, the guy who owns a shitload of media, including Fox News, um... So that's the one who released this album to the United States. That song sounds pretty relevant today, doesn't it? It does. There's there's a certain there's a certain orange figure in in our society today that that kind of feels the same way. The exact article that I got most of this information from really references it to this was written in twenty sixteen in the election year. Um, in reference to Donald Trump's whole spiel about immigrants and stuff like that and how the the United States is so um, indoctrinated no is is um, susceptible to this gotcha. type of shit like subliminal messaging of racism and shit like that yep. like how we just take whatever's popular and you can line it with this type of hate and just fucking get into so many people's brains and they not even know that they're fucking inherently racist. They think they're right, but they're not. It's all kind of coming to a head today now, isn't it? And I'm really happy that it's happening. Because as a white male in this country who decided to educate himself on how people are being oppressed and misjudged since fucking hundreds of years ago. It's been 400 plus years. I'm really happy that it's happening. I'm I'm fucking trying to advocate for people and I'm fucking supporting black businesses out of my fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy about it. Like it's fine. Finally, that's that's literally the least that we could do. Uh, I, I know we don't want to get political on Shit's Weird Bro. I feel like we, now we, it's too late. We try to stay out of it, but we have to hit the polls. You got to get out there and hit the polls and vote for what you believe in. I mean, vote one, for what's going to make this better. One person is not going to change that much. Yeah, but, but it's if better than Donald it. Trump, to be honest. If everybody does it, then. Yeah. I, you know, I was it, really happy to see the first uh, Republicans against Donald Trump ad. That was amazing it, it, to see. It's hap- it, It's there's there's a real change that's that a real change that's happening in this country. The and fact I feel- that he had the audacity to schedule a fucking 
rally on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Black right. Wall Street was, and and, and where the acted, fucking massacre massacre yep. was. It's yep. fucking. And he just acted like he was oblivious to it. Like he was just like, okay, well, we're we're going to do it here because that's where my support base is. But it's it was clearly a stab at at the black community. Right. But he's sort of, you know, he sort of takes like a wink to it. He's not going to say that, but he's going to do it and just hope that everyone's just like, oh, well, it's just a coincidence. Just like Ace of Base. Yes. Uh, Getting back to the subject that we were talking about. It's more, it's just, to me, it's more of the same. So what's most interesting is that it's not just an example of a pop band slipping obvious Nazi references and symbolism uh, past the music buying public. It's a case study in exactly how a movement like that takes hold in the first place. So the state of radio. So the state of radio at the time. I'm sorry, I'm I'm still drunk. I mean, we both are. Cheers. Um, I'll take another. Cheers. Hmm. Smell the roses. So the state of radio at the time, like we said, was pretty damn sad. No, it wasn't sad. Not sad in the bad way. Like, the radio wasn't overrun with bad music. It was just overrun with sad music. Like, music with a sad overtone. So a lot of quality songs came out of the era. But what didn't produce was a lot of reasons to smile or be happy. Like... Yes. The music of the but, time wasn't music you could dance to. You didn't put it on first thing Monday morning to whip yourself into a good enough mood to face the fucking workday. Like, you <laughs> you weren't like, I'm a creep. You want, I'm you a know, weirdo going to work. For, like, you didn't do that. For, for some people, that's kind of catharsis. You know what I mean? Some people listen to grunge and heavy metal to bro the shit was depressing okay yeah but some people do that to relate to something and feel feel better to get that aggression out those are people super aggressive music yeah those are people with empathy and sympathy like me and you but eventually the people that can't deal with that or touch that side of them got so sad that they were willing to latch onto the first thing that came along that gave them a reason to feel good so Ace and, of Base was and, the it, first group to offer something like that, and people went for it with a huge way with, like, no questions asked. What was the first song that came out off their album that hit the States? I feel like because The Sign had to be That was the first the one that I remember. That's yeah. the, I mean, granted, we were, we were young when this happened. I feel we like were... everything else off that album came after, but The Sign was like the, if you're going to put Megan. out a single off that album, it would have been The Sign. For sure. And like, yes, it's very, it's, it's very upbeat and positive and poppy, but like we've demonstrated earlier with just two songs, when you start looking into the lyrics, they're fucking ominous. Right. And in the grand, like, it might seem like a minor thing, but it says a lot about our capacity to overlook very obviously hateful messages. If it means we finally get something that we've been deprived of for a long time. Yeah, And apparently that's especially true if those messages arrive under the guise of something seemingly silly and unimportant, you know, like the the kind of thing you don't have to worry about, like music, like it's it's all pretty blatant imagery, but becomes it because it comes in the form of radio friendly dance music. No one even considered examining it any further, like not even after the news of the band's past Nazi ties became public knowledge like nobody really looked at it in this case the only real consequence was that nine million americans unknowingly paid money for an album full of nazi dance tracks like it's hard to tell how much worse it could be if we let something like that happen again like donald trump getting but fucking elected president yeah like i'm saying right now we are so we're so in the midst of everything that kind of shows you how susceptible people are to different messages and how they uh, latch onto one message and just kind of run with it. Um, and the people that like we were talking about earlier that you don't, you don't blatantly, you don't come out the womb as a racist. You are taught that. And as you get somebody that's been taught these certain hateful uh 
ideologies at a young mm-hmm. age just right. because of their grandparents teaching their parents that and so on and so forth. If they've been taught that, this just kind of reinforces like subliminally what they're what they're already thinking and they're just like, Oh yeah, and then they can kind of relate it with what they've already been taught. Oh, and for that sure. just and that just continues the 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 track, the 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 uh, the systemic approach that is passed down from generation to generation of this country, which is not just this country though. Like like the world, like uh, honestly I fucking watched black Panther for the first time the other day. And I was like, that movie is so good. I was like fucking like, even if you're just a white person, like you got to watch it and realize that fucking black people have been, down for such a long time and they have like so many great things off like white people steal black culture like it's nothing that that's this is one of my favorite quotes on this whole movement if you loved black people like you love black culture this wouldn't be an issue exactly um because it i mean it happens left and right they like hip-hop became a thing and can then... i tell you one of my favorite protest signs no it said no. I can't tell you. No, you can. I thought oh. you said. Did you tell oh, me? Oh no. Okay. So it literally said, "Whoever threw that tear gas, I said your mom's a hoe." <laughs> I saw that one. That was my favorite. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's in reference to the, the meme uh, of the black. That's the a, black. I think that was teacher. a vine. Uh, it was a vine or a I'm meme or whatever, sure. but it was a it was a black substitute teacher and he was getting harassed that by the students amazing. <laughs> and he got hit with the paper and he said, said what'd you say i said paper. whoever threw that your mom's a hoe <laughs> it was the Fucking funniest the thing best. ever but getting on like it it just shows that i i mean it's a very most people don't listen to music the way that i mean it's it's tough to say uh, a lot of people don't listen to music, especially on the radio. Like if they're driving, like you said earlier, driving to work, just getting ready for work and things like that. They're not listening to the lyrics, you know, they're just kind of listening to the music and jamming out with it and being like, yeah, I like this, you know, unless you're into a certain band or you're into a certain genre mm-hmm. of music or you feel a certain way about somebody, yeah. you're not really breaking down the lyrics and being like, oh, this is what they mean. You know what I mean? And you know what? Not- this is. This is why a lot of people need to talk and have conversations because if you're just listening to something and not not actually listening but just, you know, you feel good about it, it often takes another person to be like, "Did you know that this is like what that's actually talking about?" And it makes you look at it in a different way. So, yeah. perspective is what people need to see. It's like mm-hmm. people saying defund the police means get rid of the police. That's not what it fucking means. It means redirecting funding away from the police department to other government agencies funded by the local municipality. See, so th- this podcast turned into something. I'm sorry. Different. We, we say we no, don't want to get no. political, but we done went there. So no, which I, which I don't, I don't mind. I don't either I, because I feel, I feel a different way than you do on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand exactly where you're coming from, but I believe that the opposite needs to happen. I believe that you need more training. You need to have, uh, you need to have a certain curriculum in order to, or a certain, not a curriculum, a certain like degree or a certain status in order to become a police officer. Because now you're just, you're, you're a police officer in three months and that's it. And then you don't really train after that. I believe that more money needs to be put into training and uh, uh, the officers that do have a very difficult job. Listen, I'm not siding with uh, the police when it comes to all the videos that have been put out when it comes to police brutality. That is mm-hmm. wrong. I am for sure 100% behind Black Lives Matter. But I feel like if the opposite was to happen if there was more resources put into the police departments and to where they were uh better trained and you would have three months on the job and then a month where you're just strictly training in these high stress situations 
police officers would be much more accustomed to these high stress situations and they would deal with them more calmly like our military does. Our military turns around and they they have to deal with these situations and they have to deal with uh, they have to deal with civilians all the time. And it looks real bad if you just go in there and you shoot up a whole village of civilians, which doesn't happen anymore. There is collateral damage, but they're not just blatantly killing everybody in the village. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're going in and they're getting their target and they're getting out and they're they're limiting collateral damage, period. If the same thing was to happen to the police departments and they were they were trained properly uh, and they were given the right amount of resources in order to train properly to where if these situations were to arise, they weren't fucking uh, automatically their fear response wasn't triggered and they're from zero to a hundred right away. And then all of a sudden, all they know how to do is go directly to a gun. I'm not saying any of this is right, but I'm saying if they were trained properly in this, I don't think this would happen nearly as often. So So I understand exactly what you're saying because resources are siphoned off education and all these other government programs, which it shouldn't be siphoned off of. But, I believe if this really important institution, which keeps, this is me speaking as a white man that mm-hmm. police have always keep. I mean, we're both speaking as white men, yeah, which is probably police not police exactly have, correct, but it's what yes. we're doing. And from my perspective, right police have kept me safe. And I can understand that as a person of color in this society, you're not being kept safe by the people that say are, they're going to protect you. And that basically that social contract is broken. And I understand why you're mad and angry and, and rioting. Uh, I can, I can side with you. Uh, But I feel like if the people that are meant to protect us are trained properly, they're going to protect everybody the right way. Instead of getting rid of everything, I feel like if they're trained in the right way, it would be better. All right, That's I'm going to start off and say I agree with you, but I also think that those funds can be alloc- allocated to education in a criminal justice degree of three years yes. that allows you to be a police officer at the end of it. So if you took... Sense. If you took that money that's offered to the police department to fund a police academy and gave it to universities in your state, in your city, you would see such a difference because you would have a lower um, average tuition and people could go to school, become a police officer with a three-year degree as opposed to a four-year degree for anything else. I mean, right now, the, the fact that you it takes twice as much hours of training to be a barber as it does to be a fucking police officer is insane like yeah bar- that doesn't make any sense to me bartenders like it, bartenders have more experience in de-escalating a situation barbers. no bar- oh, bartenders yes, bartenders yes. have more experience in de-escalating a situation than fucking police officers do so so, this so is I think very... it is still a matter of education, like you said, but I feel like the money should be allocated towards universities and there should be a three-year degree required to be a police officer. So we're, we're, we're two sides of the same coin. Right. You think the, the funds should be allocated towards the police department to no, no. develop that so, sort of I'm, thing. I'm not necessarily saying that, but but I feel like defunding them is the wrong answer because i do understand they're so overfunded they do so much fucking overtime and it's unnecessary like you have police officers sitting on the side of the freeway making i mean making sure cal trans workers don't get hurt or whatever but they're sleeping getting overtime when someone could have a free education it doesn't make sense to me i understand that i do i do believe that I mentioned it earlier before I got into it. I do believe that there needs to be more training that goes into them becoming a police officer period. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you look at the if you look at the military, the military you got to go through boot camp and you got to do all of these different things in order to become an actual soldier if you're in the army right, or right, marine right, right. if you're the marine, things like that. You have to go through this thing and it weeds out the people that are unfit for the job. 
I feel like the same thing needs to happen with the police because the police uh, police officers are such it's such a high stress job, and I do have respect for what police officers oh, do. Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I, Especially I when they do it well, like that's fucking yeah. difficult. Yeah, it, and it's it's very it, it's a very tough job. It's always high stress. You're always at a hundred percent. It's thankless. You know what I mean? So it's it's really it's a really difficult job to do, but civil service. Exactly. So you should be serving every community the same way as you would the white community, which is not what's happening right now. And you know what? Like when police officer, like if I have contact with a police officer outside of a traffic stop or something else, I don't I don't have an experience like that. Like police officers should be interacting with the public in both positive and negative situations. You know what I mean? I have a little bit different perspective because of my job and where I work. A lot of the local police department right, right, they love right. they love to they love to ride motorcycles and they like doing what my job entails. So I see a lot of uh, police Recreational officers in the ve- store. Vehicular yes. activity. Yeah. So I would say a good ninety percent of the people that I come across, at least in Hayward, because Hayward hasn't had a huge uh, hasn't had a giant problem with this. You know, Hayward's been pretty, pretty fair, pretty steady. I mean, that's coming from my perspective. Obviously. Right. From your, yeah. From, yeah. I mean... But, um, uh, everybody that I've come across has been good except for maybe two guys. And that's two guys that I don't mess with myself personally, because mm-hmm. I know there's something up with them. But that being said, there shouldn't be those two guys. Exactly. That, right, right. That should be weeded out. Those right. two guys shouldn't be on the force. They should be before this happens. There should be extensive psych evaluations. There now, should be. Do you think those two guys could pass a three-year degree, including cut classes like statistics or one of them? Shit like that. Like one of them. One of them's intelligent, mm-hmm. but clouded. The other one's just retarded. Yeah. So, or not, I mean, I'm sorry not, to use the R word, not but, you mentally know. adept to handle a police career. Yes. Very like quick to jump to like, Oh, what's, what's happening? You know, very quick, like to great meter made bad police officer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why do the, they call the, it meter made? That's kind of sexist. Shit. I well, I mean, I, I, I'm sure historically it has something to do with that. They were, most likely women that did it, you know, but now it's kind of a sexist term. We went but, on a whole fucking thing here. And... I, I think it needed to be done though. Honestly, I know it's, it's a different episode and, and this episode is probably the one to do it on. Just I also feel like, I just feel like we're two white guys that run a podcast and this isn't really our platform for this, but you know, you know what? We're talking about it and everybody needs it, to have the conversation. We're probably going to lose some followers, but you know what? Fuck it. I That's don't okay. want them. That's you know, okay. like it. If we, if we lose followers that they feel differently from us, you know, like I, I probably don't want to be associating with, with you in real life anyway. Yeah. It, but yeah. But coming from both of us, like we're both in interracial, interracial relationships and we both have obviously white families. And I think any white family that, like from the baby boomer generation on back has some type of skewed perspective. It, it's, I don't see how they, they can still see their children being happy with other races because it doesn't matter to us and still think that there's something, there's nothing wrong with how black people have been treating it historically or people of color of that nature. You know, yeah. but, you know, that's a completely different thing. So we should probably split this into two podcasts because it, <laughs> it was a, literally uh, we 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 flipped the switch. We could do a social but, you know, justice like it, uh, it needed to be done later. I, you know, if, w- with what voice that we have, I feel like it needed something needed to be said, even though especially because our, we're doing a, like inherently racist band cover 
Yeah. Uh, I feel like we needed to to express how we feel and how things should proceed. Like we need to keep marching, mm-hmm. keep protesting, keep like just making people like Donald Trump uncomfortable so that we can make progress in this fucking country because we've been, I mean, you know what? I say we, but like black and brown people have been just oppressed for too long and they've been silenced for too long. It's time to speak up and, White people, you got to speak up on behalf of your brown and black friends. That's that's the thing is because use your privilege as a shield for your friends. Before in the past, white people have just let it be because it doesn't affect us. Right. Like it's not me being killed by police. It's not me 